Hey, Peter. Hey. You ready to make some hard choices today? Yes. Choice number one, difficult choice, hard choice. Can we do an interesting and edifying and perhaps even humorous introduction? Let's make a choice right now. Well, that's an easy answer. What is it? It's easy. It's just... I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you, as well as some new animal sounds. That, that kind of reminded me. It's a meow chord. It's a meow. It kind of fits with this introduction song as well, right? Yeah, we've got the moo chord, of course. That's and that. then we've just christened. Just last episode, we christened. But available to all religions and races, <laughs> the, to be clear. The meow chord. <laughs> the meow chord. Which is just it's a. It's an inclusive chord. <laughs> Man, it is. It's okay. Let's exp- let, let me. Let, we're gonna paint a picture for you. Here. We've already done this, but let's paint we, another we, picture. We've, we've recorded 17 episodes so far today, so we're falling off the rails. A feels bit, like to it, be honest, like right? But the, yeah, that's the meow chord. It's it's gaining steam. Why is that funny? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I think it's, funny. it's such a funny title. How is it spelled, the meow chord, Peter? How do you spell that? <laughs> meow. Spell it. So in it's really typified English. by this. Major seven. I'm doing it in the key of D flat because okay. I'm a fancy pants. I'm a fancy cat. Like, because I like to eat fancy okay. feast. Right. Yeah. So, this is what we call a traditional drop three chord. Nope. No, it actually is. Oh, wait. No. Yes. Right. Ah, right. Oh, you got me. Oh, my God. So, I just got hip to this. So, I, you were going to say drop two because yeah. for the moo chord, we, we would just take one, two, three, five, and then yeah. drop the third, making it a drop two down at the bottom. But. So we got one, two, three, major fifth, major seventh, and we're taking the third and dropping that down. Yeah, that's correct. You got it. Ooh, it's beautiful. Oh, man. There's nothing like a good meow chord. Ooh, a meow chord. Again, the meow chord. So just so people don't... One more time. Yeah. So the a typical D-flat D major moo would be F, D-flat, E-flat, A. Yeah. The meow... <laughs> I love Muow, meow. You can't say it with a straight face. Meow, meow. We had that major seven on top. C. Which is the meow. Fancy it's gorgeous, feast. man. Fancy feet. Because you know why you got this? And then you got that on the bottom. Yeah, that's great. Woo, it's beautiful. And this is actually the opposite. It's just gorgeous. This is an antidote to what we're actually talking about today. Did you realize that? Um, what are we talking about today? Making hard choices. This is an easy choice. That's Once you easy. learn this, it sounds so good, it's easy. <laughs> easy. But we're talking about making hard choices. We are talking about making hard choices. We're talking about, oh, we got Poodles is back in the house. Poodles are one of the most popular and beloved dog breeds in the world. For good reason, because yes. they just they provide these beautiful Peter Martin noodles. Peter Martin noodles, which became Poodles. Poodles. Inside joke. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so we're talking about making hard choices because we're talking about, and we get asked this a lot, really it's about time management, energy management, and focus, right? So this could be put in the form of like, what should I be practicing? Sort of an efficiency question, which I'm not really uh, keen on, but there are times where there's so much to do that you really have to start uh, 
paring things down. You have to start cutting things, even yeah. things that are important to you or that you like. So, you know, right now, I'm Peter, I'm in the middle of putting on, putting together a concert with my new string orchestra here, Pop, Pop, Pop. Very topical with that sweatshirt. Very if you're on the YouTube, the you will see that. You know, Pop, Pop, Pop hoodie. And so we're, we're doing, you know, this big show, all music of Jerome Kern. I'm super stoked about it. It's, mm. you know, I, the kind of musical project I want to be doing for sure. But it's a lot of work, you know, as, yeah. and I'm, I'm already fairly busy. It's here called with, doing the good work. It's doing the good work. Uh, but there's a limited time of uh, that I have every day. I've got a, you know, open studio going on. I've got, I think I have kids. They're somewhere <laughs> around. But I do want to, you know, see them occasionally. And so for me, I just wanted to talk about sort of the process of when you talk, take on a new project, whether that's, you know, writing string arrangements or just learning the piano. Maybe you're new to jazz piano and this is a project that you're adding to your already busy life. You know, there's a tendency to be like, okay, I can fit this in one hour a day here. Yeah. Um, but I think there's, which we have the hours for, but something that doesn't often get talked about is how many hours a day can we actually focus with our energy very clearly in a productive way? 24. No. No, it's that's, not. Okay. No. I was just guessing. I'm just freeballing here. It's Sorry. not true. There's only so many hours in a day that you can that you can focus to the uh, to the extent where you, you're getting something back from it. So yeah. if you're learning a new instrument or even if you're learning a new concept, some some choices, some difficult choices might have to happen where you have to take things out of your life that are not uh, that are just like pulling energy away from that project. Not even food, sleep, time, uh, relationships, well, parenthood. These are things you can take away, right? No, definitely. No, okay. you, sh you shouldn't take away all that stuff. So I'll, I'll just give you, for me, you know, um, I've been really into like yoga for the last two years, right? Mm -hmm. And since starting these string arrangements, I've kind of put it on the back burner. Like uh -oh. I was doing it daily mm. and I've kind of put it on the back burner in favor of going for a walk outside so I can get out of my writing cave right. and go outside. That's a tough choice because I love doing yoga every day. Like yeah. it feels amazing, but... Putting that on the back burner, saving that energy for this writing project. And this writing project has a, a deadline, so it'll be over in a couple of weeks and I'll be able to go back to a somewhat normal schedule. But that's something that me, I think five years ago, wasn't as good of doing. I would have been trying to really put in everything that I want to do. Okay, I got to get you know the yoga session in. I got to yeah. do a meditation. I got to go for a walk. I got to hang with the kids. I got to do my open studio classes. I got to make a YouTube video. I got to you know call Peter on the phone and be like, oh, what's up, Peter? We doing the podcast, <laughs> you know. And then I have to also write as opposed to making some hard decisions where it's like I technically have enough hours in the day to do everything, but is that good for my long term mental health? Because my goal for you know, the string writing is I want to add this to my day in a way that doesn't take away from the energy for other things and is enjoyable to me that it doesn't feel like I'm really pushing. You know what yeah. I mean? And this can be for anything, whether that's, you know, learning stride piano or learning how to play the guitar. Like you want to, uh, for me, the dream is to add it to my daily routine in a way that doesn't add more stress or, you know, a, an extra layer of things I have to do, but rather really in, enriches how I want to be spending my day. Yeah. So I made a couple notes on what you were saying, and let me know if, if this kind of reflects back a little bit. Um, first of all, it's, you, you, you're, you're, you're playing the long game in that you're trying to set yourself up. It's not actually just about what you can or need to get done today. Yep. It's about having a flow where you can get the things on a little bit of a bigger level done in a way 
that's mindful of things like, okay, not only do we not have 24 hours a day in order to, to do creative work, that might be four hours. It mm -hmm. might be two hours some days. It might be eight or nine if you're lucky, just in terms of like attention and energy and intentionality and all these things. But, you know, it's about identifying when those times are. Um, but in terms of like getting into a flow with that, you're, you're talking about saying no to some things, which is easy to do when it's stuff that you don't want to do. Totally. So, you you know, you talk about yoga. You actually want to do that. Like, what can you say no so that you're saying yes to something else that's a good thing? And I think that's where people fall down because they – it's very easy to organize your life around things that you want to do and to say yes to things you want to do and say no to things that you don't want to do. And sometimes the situation – like Some, in, some even people have a hard time with that. Some people have a hard time with that, but even yeah. if you get to that level of organization, that's kind of playing the shorter game in terms of just today. It, like, if you look at your practice routine, it's like, what are the things that I want to practice? Oh, that happens to line up with stuff that I need to practice anyway. I know it's good to practice scales, and I actually want to practice scales. Yeah. Um, but like when you have to, when you have to say no to things because you want to operate at a higher level on certain things, like writing or creating or like really intense kind of practice. So, what are the good things? What are the great things that you're going to say no to? Um, that's, I think a very, it's a great and a nuanced thing that made me remember something that I used to do. I'm going to get back on doing this, which is the to don't list. Yeah. You know about the to don't list? No, but I, I, it, I, it, it tells like it all Peter there. Martin thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you got your to do list, Yeah. but what goes along with that as you do start to try to play the longer game and really start to develop over days and weeks and months, as opposed to just what can I get done today? You have to have a list of things that you're not going to do. And you're already doing that. You're mentioning the yoga. That's on your to-don't list. Not that you can't ever do it, but you're committing when you get up to not saying I'm going to do these things. It's almost like the things that you need to do become so focused and narrow that you don't need a list for those, but you need a list of other things that you're not going to do. That's right. You'll gravitate towards... Those things because you got a deadline. Yep. You've got the creative impetus inside of you to want to do these things. They're not, it's not just like taking out the trash. They're not, it's not a list of tasks or chores you have to do. It's big chunks of things. So then you have to get a list of other things that you're not going to do, I think, to give and to honor that. that time and let the sunlight hit the good stuff. And that's I, hard. That's the hardest part. It's really the hardest part. And I, I love that idea of the to don't list to help free up some of that energy. And I'll just, I'll, I'll add to this too, that, you know, my, my goal for this is to create a day where moment to moment, I'm really engaged in loving everything I'm doing. I'm really into everything I'm doing. That's why I actually started this whole project with String Orchestra, because I want to be writing for that yeah. every day. Like I want to spend my days writing this music. That little I sidebar, I just had a mental image of like Adam in a beautiful meadow with <laughs> like a flowing like like dress on just just dancing like from, I, you know, like a piano and a ukulele. And why then why is this family. coming up? <laughs> Well, no, you're just, you're so happy. You're dancing around from thing to thing. <laughs> that you know? would be the goal. That's the dream, baby. That's the dream. No, but I, I just want to say too, like, so I, I'm also treating this and this time, like I also, yeah, I want to be able to spend my days doing the things I want to do. It includes the yoga. So I am not quite here yet with this, right? If I'm, if I'm not able to find a way to do these things that I love on a regular basis, I'm still figuring it out. And I want, I want to kind of make that point that, and this includes things like practice routines, there doesn't have to be a finish line of like, here we are. You, you can use your experience of like cutting things out and adding things as like 
a, a way to say like, okay, I'm going to try this and see how this works for me. And I'm going to change this if this is not working. Yeah. Because that's the only way to just say like, okay, this is what I do now. No. This is all I do. It's got to be flexible. It's got to be flexible. And you have to pay attention. That's why I use this, man, the, the Bujo, yep. right? The bullet journal of a way to be like, how am I feeling this week with what I'm doing? Am I spending my days doing mostly things that fulfill me and keep me engaged? Am I doing too much of things that are not? What did I have to cut out? Why did I have to cut that out? Is because I didn't spend enough time prepping this or whatever it is. But like really being flexible and letting it organically evolve by following your heart, by following what it is that you're actually passionate about, that you actually want to spend your time doing, yeah. as opposed to things that you got to get done or things you got to keep cutting out. Trying to, f- to find that balance is what this is all about. There's no like, and I now I've got the perfect flow, right? It's like actually... Yeah as you would when you're practicing like improvising over a tune it's not like you practice it once and you're like oh that's the perfect solo right. i got it right? right it's the same thing here it's, it's like, like is what what's the perfect solo for this situation at this club that's with right. these musicians and this audience at this time of year exactly and that's going to just change naturally right yeah. and it should that that's when it's good that's when you're really engaged so it's it's like this with with this project and, and got just got me thinking of just learning a new skill in general or adding a new task to your your weekly uh, routine in general, being flexible and just being open to like the call of really your spirit is a corny way to say it, but it's true of like whatever is drawing you. It seems like uh, sometimes our initial reaction is like, no, no, push that down because I've got all this other stuff to do. That's when you should be like, wait, I got to listen to this voice that's inside me saying, this is what I want to be doing because that's when you're really going to get the good work done. Absolutely. As they say. Yeah, and I think that if, you know, if you look at it like, not to oversimplify, but to kind of think about the bigger chunks that go day after day, the qualitative versus the quantitative. Like if you're trying to push up the qualitative thing with like a creative endeavor, like really like always play music, but especially like if you're going to write something or create something, and then especially when it's attached to some kind of a time, not like, oh, I hope to, there's a difference between, I hope I'm going to write a symphony orchestra one sometime in my life to I'm going to write a symphony orchestra before March 17th, you know, like where you make that decision, you know, and it looks as God willing, we can do anything. But once you make a decision, that's, that's a big difference. So once you commit to something that's going to require or that your spirit tells you, like, I want this to really be great. I want this to be my story put into this. And I want to give this to the world. If if that's three people, if that's three million, whatever. But I mean, like the, the, the generous act of giving something creative, which is what we're here, I believe on this earth as artists to do. Once you commit to that and the quality being high by necessity, you have to find quantities of things that to don't list those other things that you're not going to do at least for that period. Because if you don't, there's really no way I think to keep quality and quantity, both pushing at the same speed, not in the creative process, you know, um, it's just because the way the inspiration comes and goes, I mean, you could spend four hours working on writing and like, there's 12 minutes of that that's that bolt of like, ah, this is it. Yeah. And and if you're just looking at it from a time standpoint, it's like, oh, the rest of the time was wasted. Just get right to that 12 minutes. Well, you might not be able to get to that. You, you know, like you, you got to fall down that hill, that creative hill 45 times and then you, you get up at one time. But if you don't have that space, you know, if you haven't pruned out all the crap, the, the, to, do, the to don't list is all the those weeds and stuff in the garden, get rid of all that stuff. So whatever little flower can at least have a chance to, to flower, you know? Yeah, totally agree. It's great stuff. And just keep it, uh, keep it loose. Keep it, keep, keep listening to the voice inside of you as you're going. That's right. Hey, Peter, let me ask you a question. Yes. You know about the gentleman's agreement? 
No, never heard of it. Gentlemen's <laughs> Agreement is something we've got going on here at the You'll Hear It podcast. We make this podcast. For, I, I've never done this, by the way. I've no, I never like, I like gone you taking the lead on Listen, it. Now. I like this. We I make this podcast. Back. It's a free podcast. You don't have to pay anything for it. No, they actually do have to pay. Yeah. So, let me put my sorry. spin on it. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Am I intruding? <laughs> you don't have to pay any money for it. There you go. <laughs> we put it up on YouTube. We put it up on all the podcast platforms. It's free of charge of money. We actually just put it on one and then it goes to all the others. But anyway, I digress. Wow. Okay. (laughs) He's not even letting me have my moment. He's not even poodling either. (laughs) But uh, thank you. So we put it out there on all the platforms. No charge of money. But we do ask that you return the favor by leaving a rating and review on the podcast platforms. That's the agreement. That's the agreement. It's a gentleman's agreement. And a like and subscribe on the YouTube. What if they're not on YouTube? If you're not on YouTube, well, uh, the podcast platforms will do. But if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and hit the like and subscribe. And give us a comment. We love a comment on YouTube as well. Yep. That's the gentleman. That's the gentleman's agreement, agreement, folks. And uh, until next time. You'll hear it. Oh, he set it up. (laughs) 